Hey everyone, how's it going? Jonathan here. Welcome to episode four of the Amateur Gaming Tech Podcast. And today we're we're trying something different. Um, my recorded episodes it'll be episode four, but I decided to start actually video recording my episodes and thinking of doing a YouTube channel for the podcast where I can just upload all the footage onto it. So I hope you guys enjoy the show. Have a wonderful time. And yeah, let's get right into it. It's probably going to be a short podcast today. I'm sorry for all the bad ground noise. I had to get my notebook with everything in it. But um, yeah, uh, by the way, uh, it is Memorial Weekend. <laughs> um, so I hope you guys have a wonderful Memorial time. Whenever you hear this, you know, a happy Memorial Day on behalf of me and my family. As you'll see in the video, you have my son waving to you in the background. But yeah, so I hope everyone's doing great. I hope um, everyone's doing okay with this COVID-19 epidemic. And let's get into it. Um, Like I said, I'll probably be a short podcast today. Don't really have much to talk about because I've been dealing with depression and just struggling to get active. And it's really been taking its toll on me. And I'm sorry that... I don't have much to talk about. I still haven't, oh God, I still haven't um, beaten Remnant of the Ashes. So, um, hoping to get to that within this week. Um, Amazon Games launched their first game called Crucible, and it's free to play on Steam. I'm not sure if it's gonna be on console yet. I haven't heard anything about it, but I've been playing it on Steam. It's sort of like a mo. It's sort of like Overwatch with um PVE aspects. And I I've been enjoying it. It's it's pretty cool. It's it has ten uh champions you can pick from, and I think that's pretty cool. Like to see such a huge company like Amazon get interested into the video game genre. And I know they own Twitch, but to see them actually invest money into making video games, and so far like this video game is pretty cool. Like it's like I said, it's a MOBA uh, PVE FPS shooter type mix up and it's it's really cool it's i've played a little bit i've played on two three matches of it so far and i'm really enjoying it having a good time with it and i definitely think for it to be a free-to-play game i definitely feel a lot of people should check it out give it a shot and let me know what you guys think because so far i'm enjoying it i had a blast with it and i'm gonna see if i could get some of my friends into it but we'll see how that goes um what else um season five of apex legends drop and if you if you've read my blog post if you've known me since uh apex drop i am a huge apex fans and i love apex so much and seeing season five uh take us back to skull town back to king's canyon may on the skull town because skull town got destroyed thanks to the new legend loba but to see that they modified the king's canyon map to add a new area sorry about that my son is in the back playing his own video games but yet yeah, so they modified um keen's canyon to add two new areas and they destroyed scotan because they knew scotan was basically the main drop point for the whole map and the matches really didn't last long because like at least half the ship would go to scotan and everything i'm so sorry about that guys i know you guys could probably hear my son in the back He's probably over there playing Spider-Man on the PlayStation, having some fun. But yeah, so they, they took out Skulltown. 
So Norvia is a place called Salvage, and it basically looks like one of those old, well, not not old, but like one of those um offshore oil refineries. That's kind of what it looks like with um, a giant crane on it, and it's pretty cool. And as for Loba, I guess she's basically the new go-to character for um transport. But the thing is, like, she only transports herself. So she's um she's supposed to be a uh, a medical character. That's what they classify her as. Because her black market technique lets her put a, uh, put her staff down, and it opens up a portal uh, to the surrounding area. And you and your squad mates can grab two items out of the whole area, and it's pretty cool knowing um having that black market thing. But I don't feel like they should have um classified her as a um an assistant character, but that's what the games classified her as, and um they 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 gave her that for her ultimate. And as for her her Q and her 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 regular uh, one, it's this teleport attack that she throws a bracelet out. It hits a certain distance, and she's she's warped towards that distance wherever the bracelet lands. And basically, a lot of people have been using her, but the huge drawback I see to this is it from the moment she lands to the moment that she lifts up her guns again, you're vulnerable for like at least a good five seconds. And if you're and if you end up chasing someone and they have a squad mate and they turn around, you're done. They will easily outgun you and gun you down super fast. And I feel like that's one thing that they gotta work on Loba to make her a little bit better is uh, uh faster time so that she could draw her weapon and be good. Because honestly, I've gotten gunned down by squads like immediately and it's a very bad jump for in my opinion um I, they also they nerfed my favorite character uh pathfinder they nerfed his grapple from 15 seconds to 35 seconds and i, I feel like they just they overkilled it way so much he is basically completely useless when he comes to his grapple and i don't know if that's what respawn was trying to do, do but basically they've made pathfinder useless the only thing he's good for is his supplier in my opinion because now, like you, you can use your grab, you can use your grapple to either get somewhere high and wait, or jump into a battle, hope you don't go down, hope you can make it out of that battle alive. But if you need that grapple to run, like it's they, they gave it such a terrible cooldown timer, and then they go on and take uh, legends like Mirage and gave him basically like a, a triple buff. Like, they made him so OP, they changed the way his ultimate is, they uh, change uh, how he is when he's re resing his teammates, when he's respawning his teammates, like, I kind of feel like respawn is, needs to pull back a little and actually analyze their legends a lot better before they do any uh, nerfing and buffing again. Because honestly, they need to fix Pathfinder. As, as for Mirage, I'm glad that they finally made him viable to play. Uh, you you basically just eliminated the number one legend, which was Pathfinder. Uh, Remnants. Uh, yeah, I was talking about Remnants. Well, on Remnants of the Ashes, I'm still stuck on that uh, that hybrid boss battle. And sorry, not hybrid. Uh, that twin boss battle. And honestly, I haven't been able to play. I'm actually gonna see if my uh, cousin will play with me to help me beat that boss. Because honestly, I can't progress. I'm stuck. I can't progress in the story unless I can that boss and it sucks because like i'm having a blast with the story i really want to see the way the story ends i really want to get into the dlc 
but that twin boss battle is what's really holding me. And it's definitely a boss battle you cannot do alone because the the bosses, like I said, there's one in front, there's one behind, there's a, a bridge, and after a certain amount of damage, they start they start doing this like giant hyper beam attack that just sends a massive wave at you, and it's oh my god, it's that's terrible. And we've got decimated so many times, and I don't I don't think I don't think a single player can do that easily. Um, I don't feel like a two player. I definitely feel like it is a two or three player battle, simply because you. But after a while, it sends these white like cotton ball cotton ball orbs into the air that track you, and one alone doesn't do a lot of damage. But when you're getting hit repeatedly by them again and again, they can easily take you down, and it is really a crappy crappy thing to deal with so uh, remnant of the ashes is on hold for me right now i'm hoping to get my cousin to play with me um so I, i've been giving my time mainly between apex legends and um, crucible right now um i reinstalled uh tom clancy's rainbow six siege it's an old game i used to play i have god easily between xbox playstation and pc easily a thousand hours into the game and I, I know compared to some of the other people, I know that's nothing. But, you know, I, I took a break from the game. If anyone knows Rainbow Six Siege, they know it has a very, very toxic community. And a bunch of toxicity. I couldn't do that anymore. I I lost interest in the game because of how toxic it got. And I didn't like it. I wanted to have fun. I wanted to play games. I wanted to meet people, have fun. And it was like every match I would go into, I was either getting team killed or I was getting votes to be kicked out. Or I was just having my own teammates or the, t or the enemy team just trash talking. And honestly, like, I understand trash talking. I know it comes part of a competitive nature. But, you know, there, there's casual mode, there's ranked mode. And when you're doing that in casual, you just, you're ruining the game for everyone else. And I feel like people don't understand that toxicity ruins the games a lot. I know there's a ton of toxic games, and I think CSGO was one of them. No, CSGO, all right, CSGO, I think it was part toxic because um, it was full of cheaters, which surprisingly, I never I never thought I came across any cheaters when um I played the game, and I know I wasn't the greatest at CSGO. Like, you needed a high monitor at the time, I was always playing with the TV, but like I could hold my own in some matches. But I never felt like I was dealing with any cheaters. And the toxicity, like since you know, I really wasn't um voice chatting with anyone. I really couldn't experience any in CS:GO. But in Rainbow Six Siege, like if you're playing it on PC, like you can. He I'm sorry about that, guys. He's, I don't know what's going on. He's really excited. But um, in Rainbow Six Siege, like at the bottom right corner. You can see the enemy teams um, talking to you, and you can see your team talking to you in, in, um, in game chat. And it was like, God, like it just got to the point where it was terrible. And it, and it really got to the point where um, the report feature felt like nothing was going on. And it felt useless. And I, was, I took a break from the game, God, I want to say like at least a whole year I took a break from the game. And I wanna I wanna try to get back into it because I did have a lot of fun with that game and I did enjoy playing it. 
but it's just I couldn't take the toxicity. I just I needed a break from how toxic people got and everything. But I'm hoping to honestly get back into it and to enjoy it and to actually be able to play it and meet people. Cause like there, there's a lot of even uh, there's a few YouTubers I would love to meet, and um, there's a lot of people I would just I would love to meet. Like, it, it's one of the reasons I got into PC gaming is since PC gaming is all over the world. I feel that um it'll be easier to meet new people, and that's what I want to do. I want to meet people from all over the world, and I know um I know there's Facebook and stuff like that, but like with video games, you know you're you're meeting people that share the same hobby as you. And that's what I want. I want I want to meet people that share my love and my passion for video games. And I want to make friends. And I have made friends. I have friends in the UK and friends in, um, here in the, in the United States, all over the United States. And I know, I know that's only two countries, but to me, that's a lot. You know, I have never met half these people in person. But, like, one day, I just, I would love to have a huge friendship circle. From people all over the world and that's that's my dream goal you know just make as many friends from around the world as i can and i'm hoping it works out one day rainbow six age i'm hoping to get back into the um my friend at work was telling me about a game called helltaker and the way he was describing it is just it's supposed to be a puzzle game and in this puzzle game your objective is to build a demon girl harem and i just i the minute he told me that i'm like yep i gotta download this i gotta play it and it's not easy like the puzzle some of the puzzles are very tough i admit i may have looked at youtube videos for like three puzzles that i just i cannot figure out and now i am stuck at the part where you're supposed to escape from hell with all the demon girls and i'm just stuck and I don't know what to do. I I saw someone do this level and like, oh my god, I'm like, I'm never gonna beat this level. But I'm hoping to honestly get back into it, beat it. That game is free on Steam and so even I feel like even a most basic laptop or a regular PC can play it. So honestly give it a try. It seems like a really fun game. Just going through hell, uh make completing puzzles. And getting these girls to fall in love with you. The, I think the funny part is, in one of the levels, you find an angel, and she asks you, what are you doing in hell? And depending on your answer, she'll take you up to heaven. But if you give her the, the answer that she's looking for, oh my god, I'm not going to spoil it. I, people should see that for themselves. It's a really funny thing that happens with that angel. But yeah, um, like I said, today was going to be a short episode. I'm sorry, guys. I just, I've been dealing with a lot of depression and everything. So I hope that my next episode, I'm able to make it longer for you guys and have a lot more content. So thank you, everyone, for stopping by tonight. Thank you for checking out my podcast. I appreciate it. I hope everyone's doing safe and sound in these hard times. Take care, everyone. Hey, everyone, real quick, I wanted to add to the end of this podcast that starting after this podcast, I'm going to be going on to a bi-weekly setup so I can have more content for the podcast and so that my episodes can be longer. So I'm going to be posting on a bi-weekly schedule on Sundays between 3 and 5 in the afternoon. So thank you guys for supporting my podcast. I hope you... Enjoy the shows. Take care.